This is episode 45 of the Flight Test Community Cast podcast. We're here with, of course, Patrick John Murphy. I'm Mike Finley. We have special guest Joshua Orchard. Hey, guys. And we have another special guest, which is Carl Leidick. Welcome, Hi. guys. Thanks. Thank you for having us. Mm. Thanks Always for being here. Always and anytime. And yeah, thanks for being here. I know uh, you guys are really excited about. Uh, What's getting ready to happen? I'm sorry, I'm not as excited as everybody else, only because I'm not going to be there. But I'll be there, you know, uh, in thought in my heart. So, well, maybe Patrick um, can put together a, a, a flat mic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I should do that. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. Yeah, you should do that. Absolutely. Or or, so. or you can send me a picture of it, and I'll print it out huge, like double. <laughs> on my I'm five room. I'm five foot seven and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now I know how to calibrate it. All right. <laughs> Anybody who wants to see Mike can stop by my tent. There That's you cool. go. <laughs> I should have I should have sent out the uh the MTH banner. Yeah, yeah. you should have. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We're going to put giant you right out the entrance to wave yeah. to everybody as they come in. <laughs> should I take a picture tonight like this? And then... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You should have Sharon take a full body picture of you, and I'll try to blow it up huge. That way, well, actually, can smack you around, and you won't talk back. With clothes on, please. We yes. ask with clothes on. Actually, I could do that um, right now because, uh, hang on a minute. Oh, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's pretty close. That was us standing in the rain the other day. Oh, right. <laughs> They're not calling for rain too much, but yeah, that's yeah. Good. Well, you know, that would give everybody a you know a thought of being cool anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does, Arrow Geek. That half inch does make a difference. <laughs> and and I'll be nice, but I, I will say that my wife says that half inch makes a big difference. <laughs> Well, to be perfectly honest, Mike, you you being wet like that might give people flashbacks or, or trigger some PTSD <laughs> symptoms from last right. year. Well, that could be. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, there but, but there's still an outside chance, Mike. There's still hope that you yeah, could be there. There's there is a there's an outside chance that I may be there, but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath and and try not to. Uh, count on it because i just don't see it happening but uh you know again i'm gonna miss you guys something terrible and i'm gonna miss all of our fans and all my other friends and family that are out there and um yeah we'll just have to deal with it that's just the way it goes it's just me representing the flight test community cast this year yes because joel's not going to be there either that's scary yeah i hope i don't i hope i don't take your cards this year nobody's there to control me take your cards this year (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do need to do that. Yeah. I'll remind you. Thank you. Yeah. I've got a whole box of them. They're awesome. Yeah, you should have a whole box of them. You should have two boxes of them, I believe. (laughs) I think I do. (laughs) So, what are we talking about tonight? Well, I mean, we're we're definitely talking about Flight Fest that's coming up uh, this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it, it is. Yes. And... We have Joshua and Carl here for a purpose, not just because mm-hmm. we randomly selected them out of a hat like we normally do our guests. <laughs> um, so, 
Josh and Carl, you guys explain what you guys are doing this year in terms of your volunteer work. Sure. You, you want to take it, Josh? Uh, sure. We could rock, paper, scissors since we're over video. Oh, no, no worries. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, the the volunteer stuff in and, and, and Andre's been quite vocal about this on the uh, on the after hours podcast. He's basically trying to set up so that he puts himself out of a job. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's smart. It really is. Um, the more that he can delegate, the less work it is on him, and the smoother things can can run on their own. And, and it really does make a lot of sense in a lot of different ways. One of the things that they're doing is uh, uh, sort of making people like volunteer leaders uh, for a very vague term uh, over specific areas. Um, and they're called the flight crew. So they're basically the Andre equivalent, the Andre clones for the, <laughs> for the different areas. That's scary. And, and Carl and I were selected to be the flight crew members for the flight line. So, which is a good thing. Yeah, yes. part of the event, really. So, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the 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 greeters and the parking people; those really are the face of flight test and flight fest. But the flight line is the heart and soul of the event, and that's really where a lot of things happen and a lot of really great memories happen. And unfortunately, in years past, I, I know I've complained about it a lot. Um, that the flight line safety and etiquette and all that stuff is just, it's been out of control. <laughs> yep. And it, it, it's been scary at times. It has, it has. And, and it's, uh, I mean, I even had a comment on my latest YouTube video today about someone thinking that, Oh, I need to pack a hard hat for going up to the flight line at flight festival. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not far off, pal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I, I mean, Carl and I have worked with Andre over the past several weeks to, to come up with a plan, uh, and we think it will work. Carl and I have been to a number of really big events and really safe and successful events. Um, and and a, on, honestly, a lot of the ideas came from Carl from a couple years ago when, when Andre was uh, probing his brain about stuff that was going on in 2016. Um, so I don't know, Carl, do you want to go over some of the, some of the things that we're trying to do? Yeah. I mean, well, Flight Fest kind of poses its own unique challenges because not, you go to other events, most people are fly at club fields, they're long-term AMA members. You're more accustomed to flying with a group of people or with a crowd. Uh, a lot of folks who, who are FT fans may fly by themselves in a park, fly with some friends and buddies, but you're not... A, um, you're not used to flying in big drill with loads of other pilots. And frankly, nobody's really, you, there are no other events with 1,500 registered pilots. This is kind of a unique unicorn of, of events. This is absolutely huge. So we, we need to take some cues from some other large events and try to keep the flight line safe. Um, I, I mean, the, the big things are, are all really simple. We, you know, communication, um, on the flight line, calling your intentions, those kinds of things being aware of your surroundings, flying with uh, spotters. I mean, we can get into all of these individual rules that we're going to be trying to push on the flight line. Uh, most of it is just common sense, though, um, for, for, for event flying um, and, and, and just being courteous as well. So we've never really had issues with people being courteous, but everybody's excited. Maybe you, 
just run out on the field to grab your airplane after you land. You don't look both ways. You don't call on the field. You don't listen to see if anybody else is called landing. I mean, I, I have uh, – there's a gentleman out there. I, can't, I don't know his name, but um, – in How many years have you crashed into him, Carl? I, I've, I've hit it <laughs> I hit the same guy two consecutive years. The, the first year, wow! The, yeah, the first year I took out his quad with my uh, with, with a pusher jet, and the second year I, I literally hit him. I hit him with the uh, with the uh, Nerdnix NNP38. Um, Clipped it with a wing. He got lucky there because it didn't hit a prop. That thing's uh, got some weight to it too. It, it, yeah, it, it did. It was, it was a five pound plane. Something like that. So yeah, it was. Unfortunately, uh, it was coming for landing. He was. But, it, but it's one of those things where, you know, because of the size of the event, because of how many people are in the air, um, he may have called on the field. I know I called landing, but it gets so loud. Um, there's the, loudspeakers and there's lots there's of distractions. There's on the line that, uh, that I'm hoping that we'll be able to have them pointed yeah. away from the pilots so that, you know, you, you can actually communicate with people up and down the line. Yeah. Um, no, that, so that's one of the things that I will be focusing on when I get there Wednesday morning, when they start setting things up, you know, final push to get things ready for the event, that I will be right there front and center on the flight line, making sure everything is set up so that it's as safe as possible for pilots. Because, I, I mean, 1,500 pilots, it's a lot. It's a lot of pilots. But there are three fixed-wing flight stations that you can fly at. And um, there, there's really no good way to have an open flight line anymore. Um, and, and one of the things Carl and I are going to be pushing for is to have a closed flight line system during the duration of the event. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be unhappy about that, but we'll see how it goes. For one, one thing for sure is that the main flight line at Show Central, Carl and I have talked about, we want to try to keep that one closed at all times. That's where a lot of people are going to be spectatoring. Mm -hmm. and, and having just a, an open flight line there is going to be too, too dangerous. And we've seen way too many airplanes go out of control or, you know, people just yeah. being too excited to be in front of so many people or be yeah. at flight. I mean, it. You, we have to slow these people down, have to show them the respect that, yes, you're a pilot, but there's all these people behind you. And their safety comes before you being able to have fun with the airplane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's, that's going to be the, the biggest cultural shift that we're going to be pushing for this year yeah. is, is yeah. to actually keep people at pilot stations. Right? That we, in the past, we've had pilot stations out there, and then you'll get four or five people between pilot stations with Walk yeah. up and toss out. So that we we hate to be pushing on that, but that that really is what causes a lot of the safety issues. So, yeah, because um, the pilots aren't talking with each other, they can't hear each other, and part of it also is that you sometimes have spotters and sometimes you don't. And a lot of times, when you do have a spotter, the spotter really doesn't know how to be a proper spotter. And mm -hmm. as again, that's this isn't being said to insult anyone. It's just it's a cultural thing that we have to teach people. We have to show them yep. what these etiquette things are to ensure a safe event. And that's really what our goal is. And so and, we cover that every, every morning and yeah. pilots meeting, we're going to be going through making sure everybody understands how to be a pilot and how to be a spotter, what, what you're actually looking for. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some of the, 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 when you're spotting for somebody, you're relaying their communications up and down the line, making sure that the other pilots have heard what your pilots called out. 
Um, you're relaying to your pilot what they've called out. Maybe he, your pilot didn't hear somebody else yell landing. You're looking yeah. at the air traffic ahead of wherever your pilot is flying, uh, making sure the runway is clear, those types of things. Um, and you've got your head on a swivel. So you can't really, you can't be filming. You can't be, uh, you can't be, you certainly can't be flying your own plane and spotting for your buddy. So it's, um, well, well really Carl, should co-piloting the aircraft. Should I, should I give the bad example from Seth? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even people as, as who fly as often as we do sometimes fall into bad habits. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's really all. I, Carl and I were really excited. Uh, he just completed the hangar nine P 50 or sorry, P 40, P 47 Razorback. I'm not sure why I got that wrong. Uh, uh, so he had it already, and he wanted to. Uh, and Steph, you know, is a pristine flying site, and um, they they have an open flight line there at that event. It's small enough now that they they don't have pilot stations. So I I was up at the flight line with Carl, and there were a couple of people there with us, um, and I was filming. And Carl comes in to land. He's lined up really well. He's right straight down the runway. And I didn't hear that someone had an emergency landing and their airplane was still on the field and they couldn't move it because that airplane had lost its prop. The prop collet had come off and the airplane couldn't move. And the person was out in the field getting the prop and was on his way back. And Carl clipped this guy's airplane as he rolled into it and i didn't see it because i was focused on the filming and i didn't hear it because i was focused on the filming so really it's not carl's fault because he's focusing on the safety of the airplane it should have been me as the spotter looking ahead and calling it out for him so i, I i'm it this isn't something like where i'm on a high horse it's definitely something that everybody needs to to just do and take seriously sure sure one of the one of the questions that I have for you guys, I mean, even though I'm not going to be there, um, since you are going to change, you know, at least attempt to change the culture, um, are you going to have like a place where uh, when people check in, as pilots uh, are able to go to and see the rules on a board somewhere, or how's that going to work? Really, I guess all we have is pilot meetings. Mm -hmm. Pilot meeting okay. the word of mouth from our volunteers on the flight line. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. that's the Definitely other thing I was, I was going to say earlier is that in, in past years, we have great volunteers. Mm -hmm. But the volunteers at the flight line haven't entirely been trained properly on what to do in terms of flight etiquette and safety. So we've put together a document for those volunteers to refer to, to review and understand how they can kindly talk to these people and, and, and just by word of mouth, it reinforced good habits rather than okay. perpetuating old ones from old events. Well, now, right. now that's a good, that's a good thing. If you if you're at least gonna you know train the uh, the volunteers on the flight line, and, yeah. and have a uh, a document that they can look at and go see. You know, I'm just trying to enforce what we're trying to do here, and you know, and all that is going to make it much better than you know just hey don't do that and you know and then yeah. people get upset and, and all those kind of things so and something that that i think we're going to have to do as well is, is definitely whoever's running the pa system maybe once in the morning once right after a combat event you know it, it, 
gentle reminder throughout the course of the day, please be reminded to fly from only a, a pilot station. Those you know, just those gentle reminders from throughout the day coming from whoever from the flight test crew is running the PA system. Uh, we're going to be pushing for some of that as well to help get the word out there. So, yeah, sure. And, and, sure. and, 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 and events where they close the flight line is a good time for a reminder because everybody's either watching the event or listening to, you know, to the uh, announcers. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? Like at the end of a of a combat, and people are are running out to the field to retrieve their airplanes, it's a great opportunity for everyone who's there watching the combat event to listen to whoever's on the PA system go over a couple of safety things as we get back into open flight pattern. Yep, sure. So being able to try to integrate it rather than force it upon people, and people go, "Oh, another safety briefing." You know, yeah. we have to we have to incorporate the safety into the culture rather than force the culture to have the safety. How how many flight lines are there? Three, three flight lines. Uh, so three, three fixed wing, right? And then you got the okay. Two yes, three fixed wing, and then there's the FPV area. Okay, and how many pilot stations per flight line? I'm not sure yet. Did did you, do you recall if if Andre said anything to you, Carl? I, I don't recall um, the they were usually spread out every 10 to 15 feet up and down the line, I want to say. Um, so there's, yeah, I, I think there's they six. were I recall from years past. They had six pilot stations per it flight was five line. or six. Was it five, five or six? I can't remember exactly, yeah, but it that, was five or six. That's a lot per flight line. So that's, you know, that's not too bad. No, I it's mean, really not about 15, 15 to 20 aircraft in the you know, or. If it's five, you know, 15 aircraft in the in the air at a time, you may have to wait a few minutes, but, you, you know, it, it's a lot safer for, for sure. Right. Well, yes. yeah, and, and, and you have to remember, I mean, most people don't have, you know, 25, 30-minute batteries. Most people aren't going to have anywhere from, you know, four to, what, maybe 10 minutes? Yeah, at, the most. at, at yeah, most. So, yeah. Yeah, 10 Generally. minutes is a long flight. Yeah. Yeah, my, and we, yeah. We're, one of the things we want to tell our our volunteers to also be watchful and mindful of is uh squatting mm -hmm. because there have been people that have just sort of perpetually been on the flight line for an extended extended period of time and and we want to discourage that to give other people a, a more open opportunity to fly yep. keep your squatting to the porta potties yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Again, that was another another uh, great idea from Carl. So. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I mean, this this kind of sounds like something you know that we've needed to do for the last few years because, you know, Flight Fest has just—I don't want to say gotten out of control, but it, it sure has outgrown the capability of the of, of the volunteers to be able to um, keep it safe. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's I've, awesome. I've been one of the most vocal people to complain about this, the flight line safety in the years past. And, and that's why I felt like, well, I need to put my money where my mouth is. And, and that's why I volunteered to, to do this because it's, it's a, it's an important aspect to me. I want everybody else to go home with their families with all of their digits yeah, uh, I don't want anybody going home with eye patches, uh, maybe a Band-Aid for doing something boneheaded, but certain, certainly not losing, um, you know, something significant or even stitches. You know, it's just yeah. not worth it. But it really but, isn't. But they're Princess Band-Aids, so. Yeah, well, I personally prefer Care Bears. 
Uh, Care Bears, Princesses, Hello Kitty, you know, whatever. It all works. If if Ryan, you know, I I believe Ryan will be there, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah he's going. Yeah. yeah, they'll have some Hello Kitty stuff there, I'm sure, because he loves to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. So. Carl, are there any other points that we should immediately bring up before we get sidetracked in anything? Else? Well, I, I, just to ask people to bear with us. Um, yeah. And. How about how about put it this way? You guys wrote Yeah. You can pick Patrick Swayze as a bouncer, right? Um, he's given a lesson to the other bouncers, and you approach the uh, you approach the table. You be nice. You know, if there's a problem, come get me. We'll go, and we'll both be nice. Well, we're, we're going to ask everybody to be very nice about the way that they ask uh, of our flight line volunteers. Right? Everybody's going to be super polite. We're going to be uh, please be patient with us. We'll be patient with you, but we are going to have to make these corrections. We're going to have to, you know, in, in years past, when somebody wasn't flying from a pilot station, I would walk up, I wait for them to land, and then I then I point out that they shouldn't be flying from there. Um, this year, I'm going to ask you to land, and I'm going to stand there and wait for you to land. I'm going to walk you out, you know, out off the flight line, I'm just, and politely, of course. But like we, we have to, when people see other people breaking the rules with no consequences, then it, that's why it devolves into that free for all so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, unfortunately, and, and I don't enjoy this, but we're, we're going to have to do that. Uh, so um, otherwise we, we will lose control of it. So please be patient with us. We're not, we're not asking you to land because we're killjoys. Um, you know, we, we want to be up there flying too, but just, just be patient with us and, and we'll be as patient as we can with everybody there. So. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, to add to that, I know that in in discussions online about the idea of not making it an open flight line, a lot of people have been really, really upset. They say, oh, well, it's not going to be flight fest if you don't have an open flight line. And I absolutely understand where you're coming from. I really, really do. But we, <laughs> you have to understand that flight fest is a completely different event now than it was even two years ago yep. even two years i mean it, it is so much exponentially bigger that we, we cannot keep doing the same thing someone will get absolutely seriously hurt even during the world record attempt that we did i saw an airplane oh. crash into the side into the temple of a pilot's head and, yep. and I do not want that to happen this year. I don't want anything like that to happen this year. And I, I really want to, everyone to come away with lessons learned for a safe flight experience and them to also feel that this is a new secure place where they can have their kids. They can feel safe with their kids. I, I, I just want their kids to be safe. I want yeah. them to be safe. Now, it, it, and I, I want to point out too, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but um, oh, I'm cutting my head off here. Um, it, 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 if you're out there and you're hearing this or listening to this, and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to get in trouble if, if, if like, I don't know, I lose control of my plane and it crashes, and or or it goes outside of the flight line, and, and no, you don't want your plane to go outside of the flight line, but but things happen. I mean, like Josh, you and I were hit by a flying wing a couple of years ago, sure like. Were. 
two blocks off of. Yeah. No, it was that was that happened well but, behind the build tents and yes. behind the vendors. I mean, this was yes. not, you know, right across the flight right. line. This was like many school bus lengths. Right. But the thing is, sometimes you're going to lose control. You might get a glitch with your radio and stuff like that happens. I mean, don't be overly nervous about going and thinking that you're going to be judged on what happens or somebody's going to come and berate oh, you no. because no, something not. like that. No, no. We're just trying to reduce the risk of people getting hurt. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the biggest problem you have is, is, is I, I imagine this, this year is going to be the biggest, what'd you say? There's 1500 plus pilots. Oh, I would say registered yes. this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, you know, 1500 people can't get in the air at the same time anyway. So, no. you know, um, just again, you know, reiterate, just, just be courteous to everybody, you know, think about what's going on. Think about you know what you're doing and and everything, and 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 just keep everybody safe. I mean, that's all anybody wants. Um, it's just so many people, and it is difficult to control that many people and to um, have it as safe as you can without some rules in place. Right, yeah. that's just the way it is. It, the 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 way it works very easily is if everybody adheres to the policies that are in place and it, it, that are in the end, good practices that, that should be adhered to, especially in an event of the size. Yep. Yeah. Now one but, of the, one of the new things that, that you'll hear uh, at flight fest this year will be air horns. Uh, I personally went out and purchased air horns for each flight line to have. And one of the volunteers who will be designated to be watching for takeoffs and landings and things like that, they will have the air horn and they will sound it if there is an immediate danger for you to look up because I want people to have that instant reaction of hearing that sound and looking up and avoiding anything that's coming to them. And, and uh, again, it's, it's for everyone's safety. It's not just a, as a liability thing for, for flight tests. It's so that everyone can go home in one piece. Yeah. So something else that we're going to be doing, well, in years past, we've always, the flight line crew has always helped out new pilots with pre-flight checks. You know, if you yeah. got a plane you need a made and something like that. This year, we're also going to be taking an extra close look at all the sketchy big builds coming out of the big tent, uh, doing a pre-flight check of, of some of those larger aircraft that have been built on site, um, kind of as a prerequisite, right? We're going to, you're going to have to have your plane looked over. Uh, I mean, we'll let... I, I think we, Josh and I, haven't really talked about this, but I mean, we're not going to stop sketchy stuff from flying. We're just going to make sure that your your control horns are hooked up right. Your, yeah. your motor mount's not going to pull loose from the plane. Your prop yeah. is tightened, right? Your so, aileron deflections are correct. Yeah, your your, your plane's not going to disintegrate in the flight line and, and come or or you know, those types of things. A, a basic look at the CG to make sure oh, that looks about right. Your plane's not doing a loop right off of it and going back into the stand. So. Um, so yeah, we're going to be asking you know, as people approach with these big projects out of the build tent. We're going to say, "Stop, hold on a second. Let's take a look at it. Let's make sure this looks airworthy-ish, right?" And, uh, and we'll go from there. And we're okay with ish. We really. Okay. Are. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we like to see carnage as well as anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, there's that, that's that's the point of Flight Fest. You go there and you build something and you make a memory. And we're not trying to stop those memories from happening. We're just trying to make them good memories. 
instead of tragic ones. Traumatic memories. Yeah. Hey, to, on an aside here, um, Josh Finn was at my house a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? And one of the things that he gave me was this. Can you see that? Can yeah, you barely. see how thin that piece of balsa is? Oh, that's a piece oh, of balsa. That's a piece of balsa. Was that 164th? Dude, no, this is not, this is like, I don't know, microns maybe. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, no, way, way, way less than 164th. I mean, like, you can see through it, literally. Like here, I'll, I'll put it over the Curtis on the tail. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, just an aside. I, uh, so as I was sitting here and we you were talking and I was trying to cut out my, my tail here, I broke off the little piece that goes underneath. So I came up with a little clever solution of I'm going to make a hinge out of this really thin balsa. Well, squirrel moment for you. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Well, we had, we had somebody in the chat, um, you know, just saying... Um, says yeah but but that's why we fly foam bore smallish electric planes it's inherently safeish that's why you know it's cheap and it's and it's a much more relaxed atmosphere look we don't have a problem with the more relaxed atmosphere but we still have to be safe mm -hmm. and you know even those small planes i mean one of the one of the problems you have is if you're a pilot out on the flight line and if everybody's out there flying crazy and 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 all that I'm going to be, you know, if I'm the pilot, I'm going to be worried about somebody crashing into my head. So mm -hmm. how well am I going to be a well, pilot? And, and you as, know what I mean? as someone who has taken a, uh, a Hobby King mini super cub to the temple, I can tell you it hurts, even though it's yeah. a tiny light airplane. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why they're doing it. Just so it, it's just going to be inherently safer. And I don't, I don't think there's going to be as many crashes that way. At least, mm -hmm. at least crashes in the people for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I have no doubt there will be many crashes because there's going to oh, be sure. a lot of new pilots there. And mm -hmm. and not that we discourage or scoff at, at crashes at Flight Fest anyway. It's no. just, it's just well, we, it's part we of laugh the at them, but. Well, everybody laughs at that's them. That's the but, fun. You know, you're, you're laughing at the crash, not the person. You right. know? And, mm -hmm. and, and what we're trying to, to foster exactly. is having a safe atmosphere for you to do where you can crash and you know you're not going to hurt a person right because it's all about learning if you can't make mistakes you're not going to learn Try and that's it. why why we're saying we we like carnage we we like the sketch factor we like ish but we also need to go about it in a more responsible way right there, yeah there yeah. Have, there are so many people that just even if you call on the on the field there are so many people. There's so much noise going on. You are not likely to see that if you're you're not likely to hear it unless somebody's standing very close to you. If you're flying exactly. the plane, yeah, two, so, two pilot stations down, you're not going to hear it. Now, exactly. That's, that's why the why, pilot stations need to move together more. And that's why you need a spotter to, yeah. to make spotter, you aware. Of it. I mean, there are really young kids running out onto that field, yep. like almost constantly, and, yes. and that's fine yeah. if they're going to go get what they crash, but. It's also a very dangerous situation. It really is. If it's an open flight line, if you got 30 people in the air at once. Yeah. Yep. 
And, of course, there will still be the combats. There will still be all those things, and those will be, you know, handled a little differently um, because you're going to have so many people in there. You're not going to have regular pilot stations at that point, I'm sure. Um, but there, I'm sure there will be safe distances uh, that everybody's going to be flying away from the crowd and away from all the pilots and all that. So, you know, you're still going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if you'll allow me just a, a minute here, uh, I'd like to read one section of the instructions that we're giving out to our volunteers. Absolutely. It, it's, it's all about the flight line etiquette. Um, their instructions are you should encourage, remind, and be mindful of flight line etiquette. Some basic points are outlined below. Calling out intentions such as taking off with direction, landing with direction, low pass, high-speed pass, giving right-of-way to landing aircraft, and people on or off the runway or field. Retrieving a downed airplane in the field or on the runway should be swift to allow other pilots a spot to fly. Do not allow another pilot in a station while another pilot retrieves their aircraft. Encourage the downed pilot to swiftly retrieve their aircraft so that others can safely fly after announcing on the field or other pilots and spotters announce off the field when cleared. Any disagreements, arguments, or conflicts should be taken off the flight line immediately and alerted to the on-duty flight crew member. Ensure There'll be that... a boxing ring set up. Yes, <laughs> yes, with gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> Ensure that pilots are removing all items from the flight line, chairs, radios, or any other obstruction should always be clear of the runway. Discourage squatting of pilots so that others can fly. And that's it. That's that's all the yeah. instruction that they have on etiquette. So it's not like we're being super meticulous. We're just encouraging some basic, mm-hmm. basic courtesy to help others communicate effectively so that people mm-hmm. are safe. Mm-hmm. Ab- absolutely. Um, really important stuff and, and easy stuff. Yeah, easy, easy yeah. stuff. Yeah. We need to talk to uh, the guys out of Flight Test about maybe getting uh, some of those big blow-up sumo outfits that people can put on <laughs> if they have a disagreement. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Why do oh you think you know, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you guys, uh, a couple of years ago, um, when I had my big blow-up about the flight line safety, um, I, I got into an argument with a gentleman there. And um, I... It, it was it was a, basically a disagreement over semantics, and um, you know after the event we we were able to resolve things. And I, I'm sad that I did not get a chance to catch up with this gentleman last year, but I hope I can this year. And uh, I, I really want to give him a big hug because you know we're we are kids at a kid event, um, and, and you know I, I understand that disagreements will happen. And I'm, I'm not saying that none are going to happen this year. Surely there is bound to be some disagreement. We're humans. We're people. But um, I, I do want to encourage people to voice their opinions because, again, this is the first time we're trying to enforce structure on the flight line. We're not expecting it to be perfect. We're expecting it to be a, an improvement in safety. That is all. Yeah. I hear you. That's... 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and we want everybody coming to understand that. And hopefully there is some, um, um, I guess, awareness of it when they get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, like, like Carl saying, you know, by doing some of the announcing, incorporating it into the event, hopefully it will not be some big imposition and some mm-hmm. you know, dramatic shift in culture. Yeah. Or is there going to be more than one pilot meeting a day or is this just going to be one? I Currently believe- on the schedule, I think there's just one. Is that correct, Carl? Yeah, there, there's just one. Um, I, I guess my, my thought is that we're going to use those frequent announcements after the combat events, after any displays. Those we're we're, we're going to be one either Joshua or myself is going to be standing next to Stefan with our you know with a bug in his ear. Hey, talk talk about the flight lines again. Talk about the you know the spotters again. Um, so we're, we're going to be using that really as the as a general reminder throughout the day. If if it looks like we could squeeze in a second pilot meeting sometime after lunch after a combat, and, and I'd say after the first day, if it looks like we need that, then um, I bet they would work with us to do that. But right now, it's yeah. only the one. Well, and, and the only the only reason I even ask or say that is because I know in years past, including last year, mm-hmm. um, they'd have a pilots meeting at, at eight or nine in the morning, mm-hmm. and of course, people are already flying or. Mm-hmm. They didn't get there, you know, especially the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Most of the people didn't get there until after the meetings was already over with. So or this guy no slept idea. through it. Or, yeah. yeah, some <laughs> people sleep through it or, you know, some people do miss it or, or what have you. I mean, you know, um, I'm just trying to think outside the box a little bit because I, I do feel bad for people that may not get there until, let's say, Friday at noon no, or no, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then they don't. Point. Really it's a point well taken, yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's and it's helpful for those people, you know, just to, and that's why I was asking maybe because I know we had we have talked about this more than one year um, about doing something better for the flight line, and that's why I was asking about maybe a you know a dry race board or something to where there's a list of things to do. Well, I you know, I, I like things to do better than things not to do because yeah, yeah. positive positivity is much better than negativity. So. Absolutely. The, the term changing the culture has been tossed out about or tossed about a lot. But but in reality, these have been set in place ever since the first flight test mm-hmm. or flight fest. Um, they just haven't been enforced or haven't really been respected. There is there have been pilot stations. The the pilot uh, beating has addressed, you know, etiquette and on the field, off the field, landing, spotters. Um, it's just a matter of really enforcing it now. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. In a good way, in a nice yeah. way. Well, it may have to be in a stern way once in a while, and people are going to have to understand that too. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. hopefully not too often. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm hoping not, no. and, and generally everybody there is wanting to have a good time, so it's it's usually all good. But once in a while, you know, things get out of hand. So, yeah. Yeah. well, I'll try, I, I'll try not to argue with you. Well, I, I really don't have have anything really else to say. I think I think uh, all the major points have been hit. Um, looking over all the notes that Carl and I have put together, it's. I mean, you guys get the gist of, of what we're trying to go for. We do have a structure 
set for pilot meetings. We're going to have safety reports and weather reports and all the other stuff that, that Carl has talked about. Um, uh, I'm, I'm ready to move on to something a little light, more lighthearted. How about you? Cool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Although I will just say we just got a, a comment saying, uh, what if there was a stage, you know, drama? To, to get the point across. <laughs> I kind of like it. And I think, I think Pat ought to be the guy causing the drama. I'm good at that. <laughs> Somebody gets carted off the field in an ambulance. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. We know we'll get blue to beat him up or something. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be really great if we had Ben Greenwald there. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And, and Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben Greenwald ben could pick up, up Joel and throw Joel around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that would be fantastic. Sadly, neither of them will be there this year. I know, I know, it's sad. Okay. All right, let's get off the sadness. Let's talk about what people are bringing Ooh. that they can talk about. Carl, okay. why don't you tell us what you're kind of bringing along? Um, good well, stuff. I'm, yeah, I've, I've got a got a lot of, that i'm bringing i hope i get to fly all of it um i'm bringing a, a, some old beater planes that are uh an old p51 for putzing around finally gonna do some night flying through some leds on a i've never been night flying before so through some leds either. on an old, old uh cub the other day and we're gonna fly that around um nice. i've uh so a, a plane i built 10 years ago um it's this uh dual 70 millimeter edf uh, SU-37 from a, oh, a 37. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty sizable uh, plane. The old 70 mil, you know, 10 years ago, EDS had come a long way, right? So, yeah. um, and I, I built, when I built this, I did everything wrong. There's, yeah, <laughs> so it is, it, it is not how I would build it today, but it's been hanging up in the shop, taking up space. And uh, a couple months ago, I slapped in two new Dr. Mad Thrust uh, fans. Uh. And uh, it's, it's, should be about 400 watts per pound now so i'm hoping you know it, that which it, is more than the bugatti okay <laughs> so yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, and it, it took a uh took a 4s 10,000 to to balance it but we're gonna we're gonna see how it flies <laughs> if it still flies it hasn't flown in probably seven years so i, I thought for a second there you're gonna say your tomcat oh the tomcat no i i i i want to bring that um oh, yes there's just no there's that's basically half the trailer by itself right that that's that is a it's a big beast it is it is kind of silly um <laughs> it is not silly no no it's How silly dare you it's silly and that's that's another one where i would do a lot of stuff differently today but uh <laughs> fiber optic yeah. instrument panel is silly yeah that, that, that was fun um so you're doing that one next year uh, so, so josh yeah. <laughs> If that one doesn't, if I don't get that one airborne in the next year, I'm going to bring it to the next flight fest with motors, and I'm going to recruit people in the build tent, and we're going to do something. Um, awesome, because it's been that's been sitting around too long too. But you know, so I'm bringing the SU-37. Um, I'm bringing uh, a P-47, and I'm bringing the the big P-40. It's all oh, up and ready to go. Nice. So uh, so yeah, we'll be just looking for the right time to do that. Um, I mean, that, that's my, it's a big foam plane. It flies light. Uh, 
with something that big though, my only worry is somebody running out onto the flight line when I'm landing or taking off. Like that is, that's my nightmare scenario for, for something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it, it flies really well and I'm getting the landing down. So, uh, for something that light, so yeah, it, it should be fun. Um, and that's, Oh, oh, I'm bringing uh, Rocky Boys to drone uh, that, uh, from last year's uh, uh, international air races. That's oh. pylon racing, yeah. The pylon awesome. racing. Yeah, I'm bringing that one back out, too. Because so. that plane flies sweet. It, it does, yeah. He had a really good design there. So um, I'm looking forward to flying that one again. So that, that's, he, that's all I'm bringing with me. Is is he coming this year? He is. Um, okay. I think he's. I think he's going to be kind of on an abridged schedule. If I, if I remember right, he had to like. He might be getting in on Friday and leaving on Saturday or something. Like getting in early Friday and leaving late Saturday. Oh my goodness! It's going to be a. I, I don't know his exact, but I feel like it was going to be shorter than he wanted it to be. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah. I was under the impression he wasn't coming. But okay. Uh, maybe maybe I'm mistaken now. The last I'd heard that he was going to be there. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I'm mistaken. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see John again. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's actually our uh, our local club's uh, president, so he's he keeps very busy with uh, RC stuff here. He's got that that big uh, Fock Wolf bomber that he's building. I can't wait to see. So, yeah, that's gonna uh, be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. what about you, Josh? What are you bringing? Yeah. Airplanes. Airplanes. <laughs> I bet I know one that's coming. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing uh, half of a Cuda. <laughs> which half the front side back uh i'm bringing the right half okay. uh, the wrong the wrong half got uh, a, a little banged up in, uh in georgia okay <laughs> uh so yeah the the cuda um i finally got it down uh i guess last week and um the the left wing panel just is beyond safe repair so I, I got in touch with Lane, and he's going to have a wing kit for me to pick up at Flight Fest. So I'm going to build a wing, and I'm going to night fly. So Carl and I are both going to have our first night flying experience this year. That's, nice. that, that's my goal. Um, other than that, um, if I have room in the car, uh, again, I'm trying to keep space open for Ben. Um, I might throw in the Rare Bear uh i i might just throw in my powered glider um just you know because anyway the the other two airplanes that i will definitely be bringing are my ever soaring models uh sbd dauntless oh that's a pretty one yeah um and i did manage to finish my uh bomb trapeze for it so that's i'm looking forward to testing that I haven't tested it at all so uh, see if it works. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little awesome. disappointed that you didn't like my water balloon idea. The water is heavy, man. Water is really heavy water stuff. I know. <laughs> Eight pounds a gallon or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Point three four, um, maybe. Not to mention if it hits somebody. Oh, well, that's, man, that's, that's not that's the whole idea. No. It's a dive bomber. Yeah, on the field, <laughs> not over the people. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's anyway, right talking here. to the, sa the, the, the safety guy for the flight line. Come exactly. on, man. I'm trying to keep Jeez. the facade. Don't make me break character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Dauntless is definitely coming. And uh, last of all, certainly not least, is the Corsair. 
There you go. Yeah. Now you said you're bringing that for display, so you're saying you're not going to fly it there? Oh no, no, I'm absolutely going to fly it there. Oh good. Man. Good. Just I uh you're killing me. Why? <laughs> Cuz I want to see that airplane. Oh, it is so cool. Everything on it moves. I know. Everything. It's awesome. Yeah, and I I did do a full systems check. I got all of the uh, both of the air cylinders replaced on the retract. Oh, what was the issue? Oh, so the issue it's really cool. Um so the the robot retracts that I got there, the 95 degree rotating retracts, uh specifically for the Corsair, the top flight Corsair, but um the the ones that I got were second hand and they were I I guess one of the earlier versions. So this, the cylinders themselves are like an ABS plastic, and then the okay. caps on the ends are like friction fit, and those were aluminum. Well, over the years, the plastic had slightly stretched, and there were leaks between that cap, the aluminum cap, and the plastic cylinder. Okay. So uh, when I went on the website to look for replacement cylinders, I, I looked at the exact model that of, of retracts that I have, and I thought, huh. Those are all aluminum cylinders. I bet they realized that this was a potential design flaw. So I ordered the new cylinders, and yeah, they're they're all aluminum now, and they have no leaks. They awesome. operate perfectly, absolutely perfectly. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, I'll be. Yes, sir. What are you bringing? Okay. I'm 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 bringing the one I'm building at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, a gift. Yeah, that's for, what is that? that? That's a uh, Curtis Jenny for Jen, and Stephen Rosa made skins for it, and it's going to be real pretty. Um, just you know, it, it's it's an airplane. It's you know, it's got parts and stuff. I'm just I've spent so much time. I just there's too many parts to cut out. I wish the guy that designed this had thought this through a little bit better. Maybe made this. Well, he probably had one or two squirrel moments. And he probably had some beer too. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and funny thing is, okay, so I built the first one, and I knew there were some details in the plans that I hadn't included, and and it got to the point where I'll just work it out, and then I'll go back and update the plans. Well, guess what? I never did. I never went back and updated the plans. So now all these little details like uh, the notch for the wing on the fuselage, uh, I never did incorporate into the plans. So now I'm doing it, you know, by hand again. On the fly. Uh, on the fly. Uh, anyway. Pun intended. Uh, yes. So, but, mm -hmm. but if, it fl if this plane flies like the first one, it, it's, uh, I am so proud of this airplane it flies it's just beautiful beautiful flying little airplane um so i'm bringing that to get to jen um what else i'm definitely bringing a radian because you can't go to flight fest without a radian i can well i'm sorry josh <laughs> um um i i think i'm gonna bring the corsair behind me uh that's the i don't know one of the it's not hobby is it hobby zone park zone one of the zones yeah. maybe maybe it's the park zone um anyway i'm gonna bring that i think i'm gonna bring the dauntless that i i bought from uh josh um that's a sweet flying plane oh it is it is a sweet flying airplane and fast too 
a little out of scale for a guy like you. That's why you sold him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring the Bloody Wonder. Uh, it's pretty ragged out. Uh, Bloody Wonder that I actually Josh Bixler built. Um, and I have it now. Um, I don't want to say he gave it to me. Eric Moreau gave it to me via Josh Bixler. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to fly that in the combat this year because I have yet to fly in a combat at Flight Fest. Uh, all these, I've been there every year and have yet to fly in a combat. And Josh, you can probably help me make this decision. I'm considering yes. bringing, bringing the Texan. Yes. Even uh, if yes, you only leave it out for display. Yeah. And what do you think about these packs? I have one of those packs. I never tried to fit it inside the fuselage. I did. It fits. Well, if she fits, she sits. Okay. All right. Well, I've got two of these, so I'm bringing those along. Yeah, we'll, we'll check this CG on it, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Carl, yeah, you can bring your Vanessa rig? I can if you need it. <laughs> nah, I think we'll be all right. But that was a really cool video. If, if anybody's yeah. listening to this, go uh, go on to YouTube. Are, are you under Wilm Racer or? Wilm Racer, yeah. W I Wilm Racer. And he's got some nice videos on there. His latest was a, a Vanessa Rig CG balance thing. I'd never seen one of those. Very cool, dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah really cool. Um, so, so I think I think I've covered everything. I'll probably throw something silly in at the last minute. Um, yeah, that'll be the driver. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> my my storch. <laughs> guys my, my storch is it's a little beat up but it, it, it in terms of the repairs that it needs it, it, very little i could have it flying again in probably 10 minutes worth of time so i might throw that in the truck and bring that along that'll work too yeah yeah so i think that's it so adam says he's gonna miss us all adam he's says, going to england yeah he's going to england and watch some uh soccer slash football football Football. Yep, he's uh, he's going over there. Uh, they're going to visit his grandfather's air base. Yeah, that, that his grandfather flew out of. Um, awesome. Yeah, his grandfather, I believe, was B seventeen crew pilot. I think. Um, yeah. My grandfather yeah. as well. Yeah, I've been doing oh, a lot really? of research on them lately. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Cool. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Speaking of uh, old things that fly, uh, I, I see they have the uh, the Horton two two nine out on display on the floor at Udvar Hazy now. Yes, and, indeed they do. Yeah, good good excuse to go back. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Carl is like five minutes away. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love yeah. it. Man. Yeah, when it's uh, when it's too hot or it's rainy, and I've got the the kid for the afternoon. Sometimes we just slide over there and uh, go look at the airplane. Oh, that's awesome, man! You got to do that's something. Great. So, but great. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. The um, the archives are actually open to the public, although you got to make an appointment. So if you've got something you're researching, you can go in there and dig into the Smithsonian's archives and uh, for get, free, for free, for yeah. Free Whatever you want on pretty much every and, aircraft. Uh, and so. not only that, they'll like you tell them ahead of time what you want to see and they'll get it ready for you. Yeah. 
Yeah. They, oh, they, very they nice. So I've, yeah. I've got a, uh, uh, an appointment to look at some stuff on, on my grandfather's history there. And, and it's, uh, yeah, I'm, it's, it's, it's amazing that they, they will help you with that and that that's a resource out there for us. So, what a service. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. They're great people. The, there. the only thing they charge for are like copies, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you pay for copies. Yeah. Right. So. But, yeah, and, but I, and I believe if they do have scans uh, to get a copy of those scans, I think you are also charged for those too. Yes. Yeah. As you should. I, I, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, they're they're maintaining all this stuff. They're helping you find it. It's uh, yeah, it's that's absolutely worth paying for the paper and the, the toner, right? I mean, that's, that's oh happy. yeah. I mean, we're talking for for many airplanes, like complete sets of engineering drawings and yeah. manuals. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Carl, you're leaving Wednesday morning. Yep. Yep. Josh, you're leaving. Tuesday morning, Wednesday, early, early morning, well, like early, three yeah. in the morning. Yeah, and Pat, you're leaving Tuesday as soon as I can get the truck packed and myself together. So, so Tuesday noon. <laughs> yeah, and probably I'm thinking eleven o'clock more realistically. Um, yeah, I'll be out there probably around four or five. I think I'd like to get there by three, but I I don't know. I'm not. There's no reason for me to push it. Yeah. Yeah, I actually saw um, Austin was actually setting up some stuff out there today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were getting the tent up, one of the tents anyway. I, I'm really interested to see this uh, this runway yeah. thing they have. Yeah, that looks really interesting, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. That'll be nice. It'll be fun. Yeah, that you should bring the Bugatti and fly off of it. Well, <laughs> that's another yeah. discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you flown that much? Uh, I have not flown it since Flight Fest last year. Oh, my. I tried uh, and broke four props in the process. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have I do have four more props. Uh, six more props. No. Six more props. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, no, I, if you go into the forum thread, there there are some thoughts there that I've had about the Bugatti. It's just um, scary. The, well, it's the center of gravity issue. It's, and the landing gear placement. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. I mean, the 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 reality is that she is a sweet flying machine, but in order to get her there, it's just it's not practical the way she's set up. Gotcha. If she were a full-scale airplane and you had a nice, smooth runway, yeah, she'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as it is, uh, it's it's a problematic model. I, I, I built it to scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the... There, that's on sort of on the back burner. I, I mean, there's there's so many things that I can build next, uh, and that's that's what I love about Flight Fest. You know, I get with all these buddies and friends and stuff, and uh, they they sort of help me decide for me <laughs> what I'm gonna build next. Yeah. So, uh, Carl, uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about it. If you want to say nothing at all, that's totally fine. But um, no, no, we. We, we I, have another big build in the works. 
that uh, Josh and I have been talking about, and uh, um, well, I've already kind of mentioned something about my grandfather, but it, it the uh, B-17, so uh, um, we're going to do a big one of those. But uh, oh, wow. we're, we'll get into that, you know, really detailed once we, once all yeah. the parts are around and, and you know, once Flightfest is out of the way. And I have a, uh, I have an agreement with my wife that certain airplanes will be gone before I start the, uh, <laughs> the, the B7, the big B17. Well, <laughs> if you need somebody to help you clean house, yeah, well, call <laughs> it's not that far of a drive for me, buddy. No. The uh, <laughs> it, specifically, it's it's the Tomcat. The Tomcat yeah. has to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, and you know, this has nothing to do with B seventeen. She just has a bad taste in her mouth about that airplane. I, you know, she was super patient with me when I started building a a ninety inch long F fourteen in a two bedroom condo, but uh, and that was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> So the fact that it still hasn't been finished now that we're in a house with a shop and everything, she she hates that every time she looks. I went down to Carl's place to fly once, and she was like, so are you going to help Carl get rid of that F-14? And then, and then I'm back at his house to drive down to Steph, and she's like, are you going to help him do something about that F-14? <laughs> <laughs> And now yeah. she doesn't like Josh. <laughs> I just told her I will do whatever he wants me to do. <laughs> but that, that that's another one where a lot of stuff would have been done differently, and uh, and the landing gear on on that is going to be it, it's it's the same thing with the P forty that rotating landing gear that rear rotate just a pain, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, I, you guys know what I had to do to with the P forty and go out and get the robart. Get the get the right one. I mean, I'm not going to do that for a plane that I'm going to fly one once. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. so yeah, that that's a, that may very well be a flight fest type thing where it takes off from the top of a golf cart or you know we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But it will fly. Cool. Yeah. Or it will attempt to awesome. fly. <laughs> and and I'll just say that you know Carl is is undertaking this b17 project with um some fantastic family history on the subject and and there's there's absolutely no way that i want to take any uh stage time from him and his project but i will be building a fighter escort oh nice oh go along with it yeah no i'm I'm excited to see that It's, it's gonna be very very cool so. I hear maybe a red tail coming down the pipe. Uh, it will be a P fifty one. Will it be a red tail? To be determined. Uh, okay. We have to do a little research on, on who actually what divisions were flying escort for them. Um, yeah, there, there's yeah. that. Um, so again, there there are details that need to be worked out at Flight Fest, not just between me and Carl, but between someone else and me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But uh, specifically, Eddie Black. Eddie really likes Mustangs, and I'm I'm just like a Mustang is a Mustang is a Mustang. I've seen Mustangs so many times. I really don't want to build a Mustang, but I really want to build a Mustang to go with Carl's airplane. I think it would be just a nice accent on the side to a stunning story and project. And you're Um, talking to scale, of course. uh, Roughly to scale. 
Okay. And, and it's not be, not because he wouldn't, but it's because I don't have the uh, the stones to go as big as, as we would have to to, to, to get. make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are I mean, you? Uh, you're, you're talking a difference of what two feet, Carl? Oh, just, just, <laughs> oh wow! It may be more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an, an extra two, three, maybe four feet. I don't know. It, it, it's big. So, big. Real big. Big. So. Uh, are both of these going to be completely scratch built? Well, um, for, for, for my part, I have plans that I'm going to heavily modify and then uh, um, use a couple of weird techniques. So I'm going to say yes, but uh, okay. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting some fiberglass parts for some ball supply ones that are the same size. So I'm, I'm, I'm cheating on a, in a few places, but it's going to be at least bashing. Um, okay. Yeah. I, and mine is probably, mine is a top flight kit. Probably uh, mostly bashing though, right, Carl? Probably what bashing? Mostly bashing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so is it is is that uh, the top flight kit the sixty five? Uh yeah. Okay. It's the, I, the, it's the I, golden. It's it's the same one that you have. Yeah, I was gonna say I have that kit. Yeah, if you want to build it along. And we'll have two fighters. That'd be awesome. I, I, I can't live up to your detail. So don't. Yeah, you okay. don't, you don't want, I won't judge you. In the air, it won't matter. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> won't at all, yeah. The way I build is the way I love to build. If someone wants to build something different, that's totally awesome. It's their jam. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is the top flight gold P51 is going to be close to scale to this P17. Yes. See, I, Patrick is, is working out the math right now. I'm thinking this. Well, I'm, I'm going to go check that out here in a little while. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to this. So it'll be uh, 138 inch. So it's oh, my. Oof, nice. So, um, but, but, yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're getting into the trying to figure out how to make all the details that we want to do and all the, the extra features and, and you know. Figuring this. Actually, oh I picked up. Uh, you guys remember Damon Atwood, the the guy with the, mm -hmm. the super giant planes and the 3D printed engines and stuff. Yep. So yep. I, got, I, I got his CAD file for the engine, and I'm holding one of the, uh, the cylinders here. Um, okay. This is uh, the 3D printed. This is uh, Pratt and the R2801 and heads and stuff. It, they are really, really detailed. Um, Nice. engine so this this one is, is larger than than uh i'm doing this as like a just desktop model to learn how he puts it together but uh we're gonna have those in, you know those for extra detail for the engines and um, functional bomb drop a bunch of stuff that we want to cram in there as well as some some other neat features so but uh yeah I, I'm, I'm not allowed to start just yet you gotta wait a little you know, gotta get rid of that f14 first and then we <laughs> yeah. can start building. There, there will be lots and lots of details to come. This is not going to be a one-year project. Yeah. Um, yeah, this sounds like this could be a, a two- to three-year project. Yeah. Uh, Most it, likely. It will, be, it will be an exceptional project, though. I, I'm telling you right oh. now, Carl is, Carl is planning this right, and, and you guys all know how big I am on planning. He's, he's, oh, yeah. doing, a, he's doing a bang-up job. So this well, is something awesome. to really, really watch for. It's going to be special. Josh, you had mentioned that uh, my, you know, I had a family history. My my grandfather was a B seventeen pilot, and the the the, you know, he flew thirty three missions, uh, and this is going to be the the plane that he flew on his last mission. 
Um, and I have all the details. It's amazing the details you can get about all of the, everything's been declassified, right? So we know the target, the primary, secondary targets, how, how much ordnance they dropped. Um, the, the records of these things, of these missions are incredibly detailed. So, um, and the, this actual aircraft, um, he transferred out and a couple months later it got hit by flak, blew a hole the size of a Jeep in the side of it, and it still managed to make it back, land safely, got patched up and wow. given to the wasps to fly for a while. There, there's there's an amazing history for this particular plane, so yeah. I, wow. I, I'm I'm really excited to try to do it justice. Um, my uh, my uncle, uh, you know, I've still got family that that are you know, excited to see it. So yeah, no, we're it, it's going to be going to be time consuming, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's it's kind of I've been putting this build off. I, I know I've always known I wanted to do it, but uh, I feel like now I can do it justice. So. And I, and I know Joshua's going to be looking over my shoulder, making sure I don't skip any corners. Are, are you going? Are you going to let him uh, apply rivets? Oh yeah, we're going to have a rivet yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that at Seth. We're going to have like a weekend long rivet party. Yeah. <laughs> rivet sleepover. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be a full weekend. I, I've been hopefully doing you got some more research. I, I there's I saw one that was close to the same size and the, the at least the guy's notes said it was something close to 200,000 rivets that he had to do so <laughs> oh um, my god yeah I, I, i'm <laughs> i'm not gonna count but uh that, that's gonna take a while yeah that'll the, take a little while just so you guys have a frame of reference the top flight corsair all the rivets on that airplane took me nine hours to do oh man and there's lots yeah. of them there's, there's a lot there's a lot <laughs> So, so there'll, there'll be more details when we get a little closer on that, but, uh, but I'm, I'm excited awesome. about it. So, yeah, oh that's a project I'll follow because I, I I'd like to know the history yeah. as well. Yeah, so. no, it's 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 amazing. Seriously, like it. If you're not subscribed to Carl's YouTube channel, do it. Oh yeah, do it now, because yeah. there's. I'm telling you, what Carl's planning is, it's going to be some really fantastic stuff, and uh, I'm I'm. I'm absolutely elated for him because if I had this as part of my ham, my family history, I, I would, I would be like jumping up and down for joy all day long. Wow. And he's just mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, I'm going to build this airplane and you know, I'm going to try. And... <laughs> it, it definitely consumes a lot more of my, my brain power than, than it, I should let it right now, but I've spent <laughs> a lot of time thinking about it, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm, yeah, it, it's time to do this one. So. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, that maybe, sounds fantastic. Maybe after you finish this project, I'll finally get the courage to do my favorite airplane. Ooh. Yeah. I've tried. I think I, think I know. I think I know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never tried because I've never thought I would be able to do it justice, but uh, I don't know. Mm. What is his favorite airplane? Kennedy for Guybox. So. Oh, I know what it is. I oh. know what it is. Yep, that gave it away. Okay. That's all <laughs> But yep. uh We'll see. We'll see. I've got I've got several kits in the garage that I need to get built. Mm -hmm. So I can do those while Carl builds his B seventeen. <laughs> yeah, you can have all those all complete. <laughs> You're still packing away on one airplane. He's calling you slow, Carl. <laughs> Oh, that's, that, that that's just fine. I've, you know, 
this this might not it, it might not be the right time to start a, a big build like this with a two year old at home and everything, but we're gonna do it anyway. So, All right, uh, no time like yeah. the present. You may be able to get his help before it's finished. That's right. <laughs> Hundred thirty inches. Dang. It's a big that's one. Gonna be, yeah. That's gonna be pretty fantastic. And uh I'll just say it right now. Uh I mean, thank th thanks to your grandfather for his service. Absolutely. Yeah. So he he was he was quite proud of it and uh As he should be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely a, a fascinating man and just in general. But uh, it, it, it's you, will, you guys will see the thread. I'll, I'll go into too much detail there when we start doing the history of the plane. But um, yeah, it was it was very cool to. Uh, it's been really neat for me to kind of catch up on because I, I knew always knew he was a B seventeen pilot, but to read about the missions and the guys he flew with, the people who did and didn't make it, and uh, it, it's it's very cool. It, it, it's fascinating. So. Oh, I bet it was. I bet it was somewhat exciting to actually see. You know your grandfather that you knew and all that. You know, be written about and and all those kind of things. I, I can't even imagine what that would be like. You know, no, it's it's, it's so. really really quite amazing. So mm -hmm. yeah, something else. But yeah, this, so what else do we want to talk about? Well, I I was just going to say that that's this is one of the things that I love about Flight Fest. When, I mean, it's not just about uh, flying the airplanes or, or building stuff at the event. It's talking with all your buddies. Absolutely. That's the best part. You know, and, and these kinds of projects are things that come up where we're egging each other on. Ah, you could build that twice as big, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's the that's the beauty of it. You know, you challenge each other to do stuff. Maybe it's out of jest. Maybe it's in, in seriousness. But, you, you know, it, the the brotherhood that comes from it and the and the sisterhood yeah. um um you know wendy uh, eddie's fiance i love wendy she's fantastic and she's so mm -hmm. sarcastic and loving and she gives me crap about how much time i waste with building my models and <laughs> i love her for it um but but you know it's uh take the time at flight fest to go around and look at all the stuff because yeah. that's like one of the best parts and you make new friends talk to people that is the yes. best part yep i mean it's it's not just about what's going on at the flight line yeah that's cool people are flying stuff walk up and down through the tent sites and look at people's stuff they've got some crazy creative stuff and it will inspire you i mean it inspires okay. me all the time yeah absolutely well, if we keep talking, I'm actually going to get some stuff done here because this is helping me focus on my uh, good on my building here. Well, more like words, cutting as out long here. as you guys keep talking and he doesn't have to, it even makes it better. That, that, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll try him in every now and then. <laughs> so well, Carl, that's what's... probably the biggest thing I'm going to miss is yeah. is talking to everybody and and being around everybody. You know, that's that's going to be the, the, the biggest problem that I have uh, this next week is not being there to hang out with my, and I'm just going to say family because that's what you guys are to me. And oh, you know, will always be. 
So, well, I'm sure Car- uh, uh, Patrick will drink a beer for you. I'm sure he'll probably drink more than one. Probably. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> a shot of moonshine. So. Hey, hey, hey. That's now you're talking. <laughs> we'll definitely miss you, Mike. Well, yes. I'm going to miss you. Well, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that there's a possibility, but it's a it's a very light yeah. one. But you know, uh, any chance is a chance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Carl, I was going to ask you, what's your favorite memory of all the flight fests you've been to? Oh, geez. Um, you know the 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 whole first flight fest. I had never been to a big event. Um, obviously never been to a flight fest because it was the first one. And I was just amazed by the people there. Um, not just the flying, but, but so I, I was kind of new to the flight test community at that point. I hadn't met any of you guys yet. And I was just blown away by how friendly and welcoming everybody was. I mean, the Fury family letting you sit on their yard for four or five days and fly airplane. I mean, I was just amazed. So that's like the, the most, powerful memory is that first one just showing up and being blown away um geez uh, from the subsequent ones i i really like the 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 uh, well the uh the gotha gaggle and the, the racing these kinds of the camaraderie around these special events um the gotha gaggle was amazing to see all the you know everybody getting the the together You're dropping out. Did we lose him? I think we may have just right. lost Carl. Can you guys hear me? Oh, there, there we, we are. There you go. Oh, no. Sorry about that. I don't know. When did I cut out for you guys? Uh, you were talking about the Gothic Aggle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, the, those events, the, the, the Gothic Aggle, the, um, the air racing, those are like the, the highlights for me because it's the culmination of stuff we've been talking for months and, and getting excited about and then being there and doing it. I love that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what about, about you, that? Joshua? It, it, it's really hard. Um, I, I'm, I'm sort of in the same boat with Carl. You know, the, the first year was a very special year. Um, there was just a, a spirit about it that, uh, has never been really recaptured, I think. Nope. Um, Not at all. But to to say that the other years or subsequent years have been inferior would be a disservice. Um, I, you know, I, I've I've seen Flight Fest from many different angles. Uh, I've seen it from. Um, the beginning uh i've seen it from the uh volunteer perspective i've seen it from the uh, presenter part and i've seen it as sort of like a celebrity part i really felt like uh treated abnormally special last year when they shut down the whole flight line for the bugatti um that was cool but but you know that it out, out of everything out of everything that I've seen, of everything that I've witnessed, the thing that I keep coming back to is that first year where 
I brought something really, really special to share with other people. And that was my SE5A completely made out of dollar store foam. Detailed to the nines. And then I was a volunteer. And I made a lot of friends. And I was exhausted. And I was hungry. (laughs) And, you know, I, I, I feel like this year is gonna be probably my favorite year yes i love the gotha gaggle uh i mean you guys saw me there i was in tears uh, i was just blown away by the reception of the gotha and the idea of all these skins and every, all the work that everyone did building and steven did making all the skins and um even last year everybody having so much fun with the racing and the des- the fantastic designs and effort that people put in I mean, all of these are just really great memories, but I feel like the the opportunity to serve is going to really be rewarding for me this year. Cool. Uh, As I as I go forth and and not only serve, but share what I know. That's that's awesome. Absolutely. Patrick, what about you, bud? Oh, there are so many. I mean, I I, I've met all all of you guys at flight fest um some of my best friends i've ever had in my life um but uh i i'm sorry yeah i know it's pretty sad isn't it (laughs) no it's not not at all not at all um the first year yes 100 percent agreed there was something very magical about it um just because it was the first and i i think it was the first time that that people that we knew, I mean, we knew each other from online to a certain degree, but this was the first time that we had been able to get together. And on the forum, we had talked about, you know, this idea for, I don't know, three, four years at least. And then finally it came true. Um, uh, Volunteering has been awesome. Um, You know, helping out doing the, the build nights, uh, workshops the last two years um helping out josh with his hot wire cutting uh workshop um uh, my favorite memories go back to you know things like that like like helping out asbjorn coming over and spending time and and rick last year um you know i can tell you last year wasn't my favorite year because i had to leave early because my wife injured herself and and I hope she doesn't do that this year because I don't think I'm leaving. Um, (laughs) Tell her she's on her own. (laughs) You're on your own, babe. Uh, uh, The Furies, just phenomenal people, just nothing but such love and respect for them. Um, And and still consternation as to why they would allow this to happen on the property. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I mean, it really is. Right. I mean, what the heck's wrong with you guys? I mean, come on, really. Look away the look what we do to your place. I know we yep. destroy it every year. Every year, Mudfest. Um, yeah, no, there. It's just it, it's a special place um, to go. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- this year, I'm I, I'm interested as being a member of the flight crew. You know, what's that going to entail? Uh, you know, working eight hours a day. What that what's that going to look like? I, I'm not going to lie and say I'm not a little bit nervous about that, but, but not in a bad way. I'm just, you know, I'm more like it's an unknown than, you know, 
I, I don't, I don't, the eight hours a day doesn't bother me a bit. And quite frankly, I've barely ever flown when I was at flight fest anyway. So yeah, it's not like I feel like I'm missing anything um, other than, you know, friends that won't be there this year, which is bumming me out, man. Yeah. But yeah. Way to go, Mike. Way to go. I know. Well, I'm not the only one that's not going to be there. So I know. There's so me. many that aren't going to be there. <laughs> I know. So, so you remember how you just discovered last year who Giggles was and their uh-huh. yeah. family? Yep. So uh, that's the Knight family, and they will not be coming. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. That was such a cool family to deal with. Man. Yeah. And we gave her that cup that we gave uh, Giggles' little sister that cub for her. And I would like, I haven't talked to him, so I'd like to know, do you know, did, she, did they fly it or did she yeah. fly it? or? Yeah. Oh, awesome. So <laughs> that'll make Ben Greenwald real happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so many people, so many yeah. people are just not going to be there this year. So I, 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 I've tried to keep an open mind and be like, well, you know, I'm just not going to huddle around in my tent, my own little set of groupies and, you know, stick to myself. Yeah. I really want to get out of my shell and make new friends so that when you guys come back, our group is even bigger. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I, and we, I feel like what the, the year I was building in the tent all, all weekend, uh, I didn't even get to meet Eddie. <laughs> you were a madman. My God, what is wrong with you? I came back the next year and you guys introduced me to Eddie and Wendy and I'm like, how do how did I not meet these people? Well, you I mean, did. You just don't remember. Because <laughs> you were in a fog. You were in a psychosis. Yeah, I was. <laughs> So dumb to take on that, but it was fun. Oh my god! And then flying it on Sunday, the three of us were just like, well, that four of probably, us were just in tears. That was probably one of my favorite moments. Absolutely. Um, and you were taking pictures the whole dumb time. It wasn't. It wasn't about the flight. It was the emotion after. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was that was my favorite because. I mean, you worked so hard, and we all helped, and and even though it wasn't much help, it was still taking something off of you. I might have been a hindrance. No, you <laughs> <I> weren't. <laughs> Mike, I was, I was absolutely ecstatic because you just kept on going on and on and on about how you weren't a builder, and I sat you down, and I gave you a task to do. He did the and struts. You, and you did it yeah. flawlessly. Well, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was probably. I mean, other than of course, you know, the first one. Yeah. Um, again, like you guys said, there was something truly different about the first one. I'm not saying that any of them are any different, but that one was just something special that yep. I don't think could ever be recreated again. And you know, that was a chance that I got to meet everybody. Um, that I had been talking to on online and, and, and even people that I hadn't been talking to online. But I, I think I think the year you built that Sikorsky uh, probably will always be my favorite because we did get Asbjorn back. Yes. Um, and, and I want to say thanks to the guys that did chip in and to... Um, Jen and Josh for 
chipping in what they did through uh, flight tests themselves. Um, and that flight probably, I don't know, that one was really, really special, and I will carry that one around forever because of the bond that the four of us made while you were building that. Yep. And um, you were building too. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I do. I do. It was, it was just so special. And then, you know, there's so many special moments in between and, and, and like, like Pat was talking about the Furies, um, you know, John and Diana, I mean, I can't give enough love to those guys. I mean, yeah. they were, they've always been so open and, and, and I've actually created a really, you know, a really nice friendship with John, um, because of just spending time with him. Um, and someday I hope to be half the man that guy is. He's something else. I mean, I, I will definitely be giving him a special hug for you. And I appreciate that very much because I know what those people mean to you. They mean a bunch to me. And thankfully I, you know, I, I call him when it's his birthday or whatever. And, and, and we talk once in a great while. I haven't talked to him in a little bit. Um, in case nobody is aware, he did retire. Yes. Oh, did he? Um, I didn't yes, know he that. did. So, um, officially, I, I, <laughs> uh, he officially retired, but I'm sure he's probably doing something. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he did retire and, uh, I know he's doing a lot of stuff with the grandkids here in the last week or so. Awesome. Uh, preparing for th this next week because he's not going to have a lot of time <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he knows it. So. I know he's doing a lot of that this week and, and, uh, just, uh, yeah, do me a favor and make sure he knows that I am thinking about, well, not just him, but you know, uh, him, Diana and, and, and the rest of them, just let them know that I, you know, my heart's out there with them, even though physically I'm not, you know, my heart is absolutely out there with them. So we'll do. Yes, sir. Yeah. And with you guys. And you know that. Oh, but, You're bumming me out, Mike. You have to come. I know. It sucks, <laughs> Come on, man. You got enough. You have no idea how bad. Frequent flyer miles. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's more than just that, man. I it's, know. I'm just messing with you. You know what? If you do show up, I'll I'll let you sleep in my tent because you <laughs> let my airplane sleep in your tent one year. Right. Yes, I did. He did. He yes, slept, I did. I slept, slept in my in van. So or in the, in the car. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Hey, those planes, those planes were more important than my comfort at that moment. <laughs> oh my. That's a real friend right there. And don't you ever forget. Oh it. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> again, th these are the kind of moments that, you know, you go to flight fest for, and that's why I say spend time with the people because you won't, you won't get these great memories any other way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not. I mean, I, I remember you, Carl, the very first year. I remember um, walking up and down the flight line looking for trash. Uh, uh, because we were going to be any kind of trash, any little piece of a cigarette butt or anything laying around. And, and we were going up and down this half mile long runway looking for trash. And I spot your trailer and inside I see your Mustang. And I'm like, oh, that's a really sweet Mustang. And so I just keep on walking and I'm picking up trash. And then I'm making my way back up the flight line. 
and I catch you coming in after flying something else. Maybe it was the Mustang. And we just strike up a very casual conversation. And then we never really spoke again. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I poked in and, and said hi to you when you were building the Sikorsky. Yeah. Then, but it was after that that you and I really started talking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it took two years of us going to the same event before we really connected. And I have this fantastic appreciation and love of Carl and the work that he does. And, and again, it didn't happen until I really started talking with Carl. And he lives an hour away. <laughs> yes, yeah. We're practically neighbors in the flight test. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I know that, uh, uh, Josh, I, I met you the first year uh, admiring that SC5A. Meh. Um, <laughs> he gets and... meh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I was, I was amazed. <laughs> oh my God, that thing was amazing. I, I remember walking. Well, I mean, think about this. I mean, that's where I met Eddie and Wendy um, mm -hmm. the first time was at, 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 the, at the first Flight Fest. Um, they actually uh, uh, come up not the very next camp site, but the one right next to that. And I think he was looking for something. I don't remember what it was, and I had it, and I gave it to him. And then he had a cub that he put a I, – I don't remember what wing he put on it, but it was one of the glider-type wings that flight, <laughs> that, that, that flight, you know, that Josh or somebody had designed. And Like the simple soar or something like that? I think it was like a simple soar or something, and I was like, man, I hope that thing flies. Next thing I know, he's out there for like 25 minutes. <laughs> fantastic it was it was great and of course you know eddie wendy and i have been friends ever since and and it just you know god look at look at the friends i have now i've never had this many friends yeah. and this close of friends so absolutely and and the people that if this is their first time or if it's their second time and they're not out there talking to people and out there running around there's something wrong with them Hell, they might as well just, like, I think Dan Cruz, or, uh, yeah, Dan Cruz said it. He goes, if you're going to stay there just to fly, don't even come. Just fly at your home field. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's to meet people. Right. And on that note, I mean, if if you see us walking around, come up and say hi. Introduce yeah. yourself if we don't already know you. We know don't a lot. Go. Yep. I, I, yeah, I don't. Think, I think that's probably, like, the the – the greatest excitement that I get is when someone recognizes me. I'm just like, I'm a nobody. I'm a dorky scientist with awesome dorky kids. And I just have fun with my airplanes and someone, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've gone to fields before. Oh, you're Joshua Orchard. I'm like, yeah, it's on my driver's license. And, and they get all excited and they want to talk shop with me. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's talk shop. Because that's what I love to do. I love talking with people and, and technique and all that fun stuff. And don't ever feel like you can't approach me because I'll talk your ear off. <laughs> you will. Yeah. yeah, I know uh, after we started this podcast, the first, you know, the first flight fest after we started it, um, Joel, Pat, and I were walking down the, 
Oh yeah, someone recognized your voice. Vendor row, and I'm talking, and next thing you know, hey, that's Mike Finley, and I was like, how do they know that? <laughs> do I look famous? And I'm like, oh my god, and it was that was the weirdest thing because, I mean, in in my industry. I'm kind of well-known only because of the work that I do with all my customers, and my customers know who I am. So when I went to, like, a uh, uh, a trade show, you know, people, hey, Mike, how's it going? You know, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Anything good? But but to me, that's not that's not being recognized by people I don't know. And and to have people that you don't know recognize you and come up and say, oh, man, it's great to meet you. And I'm like, you really don't know me very well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're going to regret this one day. Yeah, yeah. Someday you're going to go, God, I wish I'd have never met that guy. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Very excited. Well, you never know. I may get, I may get all upset. And, and fly out there anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, dude, I, I still don't believe that you won't be there until I'm leaving Sunday and haven't seen you. <laughs> well, that's a great attitude to have, Patrick. I think I might join you with that. Please do. It's it's really hard, guys. You, I mean, it's it's really hard not to even. I mean, to to right now, pretty sure I'm not going. It's so hard to swallow. It really, really is. Uh, but then don't come. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wish it was just that easy because I would have already planned it and you know, know, been buddy. on my way. Sure. I know, buddy. <laughs> Luis says I'll pick you up at the airport. I <laughs> said me too. <laughs> and if it was that easy, guys, you know I'd be there. And here's the worst part: I'm actually on vacation this week. Oh, you gotta yeah. be kidding me. Nope. You hate us. Yeah, I hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, you bet I do. Just, just a bad time, that's all. No, I'm yeah. sorry, dude. Sorry to hear that. No, I know it, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna shut up because it's just a big bummer. So, but you never know. I may, I may get mad. I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Pep says that if you do show up, you can have a, a clean air mattress. Well, you know, if I if I end up coming out there, um, I'm sure I'll probably have a car of some kind because I do have um, some rental car that I could use. Yeah. So that's that's a perk of traveling a lot. Or too yeah. much, or <laughs> too much, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, too much, man. Yeah. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah. But I yeah. I actually oh. get to travel in the fall for my job. It's uh, going to be interesting. Well, I mean, for people that don't do it all the time, yeah, it's actually exciting. I re I remember when I first started doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was fun. Uh, you got to see places that you wouldn't normally get to see. Somebody else pays for it. Yeah. And, yeah, somebody else pays for it and all that. But but it's to the point now where I hate seeing the inside of an airport. I hate seeing a hotel. And I hate seeing a print shop. I just hate it. And I hate all of it. And, you know, the job itself I still like. But everything around it 
it's just not any fun anymore. Yeah, that's tough, man. And yeah, and there's I, like I don't some, know what to do about it. There's some statistic out there that says the majority of people in this country are in jobs that they don't like to do, and I believe it. And and I I really feel like it makes or breaks a person in their life too, because I love what I do. I I. I, I would easily do this job for the rest of my life because I think it's so fun. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's why uh, that's why I've changed careers twice, Man. and and yeah. and now I I don't have a career. I have a job, and and I enjoy it. Well, and and here's the thing: you guys have to remember. I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, but I started in my business when I was 16. Yeah. So this is 2018. I've been doing this 38 years. So I don't know anything else, number one. That's that's probably my biggest problem is I really don't know anything else that I could even get close to making the salary that I make right now. Yeah. So that's, that's understandable. And then number two, you know, I am 54. I'll be 55 at the end of the year. And... I don't want to get into a political discussion, but at 54, 55, it's hard for a middle age to, you know, starting to get older, get a good job anymore. You know, nobody wants to hire the the 50-plus-year-old guy. They just don't. So it, it makes it that much harder. And I, I'm, I feel, my problem is I feel stuck where I'm at. Yeah, trapped even. Very much so, yeah. and and the worst part is is the way our company is running right now. Um, I have nowhere to go. The job that I'm doing is what I'll be doing until they get rid of me or I retire. Mm. This is it. Mm. I have nowhere to move. Um, so <laughs> Ryan Paps and Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dad, dad bod is not one thing anybody wants to see. There's a market for man. Yeah, well, I tell you what, they well if they're blind, maybe, but you know. There you go. My goodness, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at, and and kind of you know, everything going on is just, I'm just stuck, and I don't know what in the world to do about it. Well, at least you know we love you. I need a fire. I need a fire. Mm -hmm. You mean like as an office space where they burned down the company? I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> so, so yeah, guys. So, anything else we need to go over? Um, I don't know. Well, the I'm weather, we could go over the weather outlook. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Hey, I, I heard you guys are actually going to have pretty good weather. Yeah, looks man. Pretty good. Yeah, it looks good like it's going to be a dry year, number one. Yes. Uh, so have the water truck out there to knock the dust down. Yeah, yeah well, it, it, it looks like it's going to only be in the 80s, not even in the 90s. Oh, that's mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So depending on how much humidity we get, you know, it's, you're going to have to keep track of you know how much water you take but you know you're not going to be dying yeah. and the wind actually looks to be pretty favorable so i think this is probably going to be the best weather we've had yet at a flight test nice that's what i like to hear so obviously yeah. things can change in a week but nah <laughs> 
Since when has the weatherman been right about the weather? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they still call Ohio the Midwest, which I haven't figured out yet. But Because um, it's not the East Coast? Yeah. Uh, Hell, a lot closer <laughs> to the East Coast than it is to the Midwest. <laughs> True. <laughs> I live in the Midwest. I don't know what in the hell they're talking about. Why <laughs> did calling it the Mideast? Middle East? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered the same thing. I was born in Indiana, and I, this is the, isn't really the Midwest. So. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. But, hey, what do I know? Yeah. Well, you know printing. Yeah, well, some. Enough to be really dangerous. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been faking it for thirty years. <laughs> they haven't caught on to you yet. You're doing good, buddy. No, I, I, hey. I think that is the secret in every industry is that nobody I, knows what they're doing and everyone is faking all the time. That's right, man. I've been well, if I don't know what I'm doing. doing. Don't trust any of the drugs my my company makes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been I've been BSing for a long time. <laughs> Well, that's I. Th- I think I'm good. Are you? Yeah. What else you guys have to talk about? I don't think I have anything else. Um, just looking forward to seeing everybody out there and uh, be safe on the flight line. Yep, and be yeah. safe traveling too. Yeah. yeah. From. Yep. Absolutely. Get plenty of rest. Stay hydrated. Yes. Sunblock. Sunblock. Yes. Sunblock. Yes. Bring your SPF 50 baby formula. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Especially you, Carl. What's that? Bring okay. your SPF eight million. Yeah. Well, I usually do the uh, the SPF one hundred, the shirts, and the walk. Yeah. Yeah. Well. There you go. That works. I'm I'm definitely on the uh, pasty white side. So. <laughs> I'm right there with you, buddy. Yeah. Me I, I too. I don't I don't tan. I just burn it and go straight to lobster. So. Well, I I <laughs> will tan peel. after I burn three or four times. But it takes three or four times, you know, got to burn up first. It was funny. I got all of that sun at Seth with you, Carl. Oh, yeah. And I came, I came back to work, and they're like, wow, you got a lot of sun. And, you know, two, three days had gone by, and it all turned to tan, even though I was red. It all just completely turned to tan. And so many women at meetings were just like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, man, I can't help it that I won the genetic lottery for skin pigment. That is lucky. That is funny. But All right, guys. Well, I say we go ahead and wrap it up. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I think it's going to be real important for everybody out there. Yep. Um, and, and people that are listening, just follow the rules, guys. Keep it safe. Follow the rules. Everything will be great, and you'll have a wonderful time. Hope so. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yep. so anyway, guys, have a good one, and we will talk after Flight Fest and see how things go, and I look forward to seeing, if not some live streams, some photos, something during, so at least I can kind of experience it as I'm, you know, sitting here wishing I were there. Exactly. And and I'm still thinking you're going to be there. <laughs> you're not giving up on you. I'm not. 
Well, you know what? I'll take that faith every day of the week, man. All right, buddy. All right, guys. Well, you take care. And to all our listeners out there, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll try to get this uploaded tomorrow. Um, since I am off, I should be able to get this uploaded tomorrow. And for people that did not get to listen to us live, they'll have something to listen to on the way to Ohio to Flight Fest 2018. Have a good one. And as Joel would say, blue skies. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys. Hope to see you there.